0: This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 430, The Five Biggest Assumptions I've Made About Business, part one, by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host, and welcome back to Optimal Startup Daily, or welcome for the very first time, if you are new here, just discovering this podcast. This is the show where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And today I've got a bit of a longer post for you, so I'm gonna do the first half right now and then finish up with the second half tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to part one from James as we start optimizing your life. The five biggest assumptions I've made about business. Part one by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. After starting about 20 businesses and being invested in about 30 more at this moment, I've probably seen most of what you can see I've been on the boards of billion revenue companies and tiny startups. I've written about hundreds of companies. And you know what? I'm sick of it. I am sick and tired of the whole thing. The biggest assumption I ever made in business is that most people are telling me the truth. Most people have no idea what the truth is. I'm tired of it all. That said, entrepreneurship and ownership are the best ways to make money in today's world. When you are an employee, a boss, his boss, his boss, and her boss, take 95 cents of every dollar of value the lowest employee creates. That's their right, but it's no good. You should try to make 100% of the value you create. So avoid these top assumptions that most entrepreneurs mistakenly make. Risk. Entrepreneurs don't take risk. They do the opposite. When I started my very first business, I was so afraid of taking a risk that I refused to leave my full-time job for 18 months until I was sure we'd have the customers and income for me to support my family and employees, 11 employees by the time I went to my own business full-time. When I started a hedge fund business, I didn't open up the doors until I had enough money raised to support myself and I had a strategy that I had tested with my own money for at least a year. The best businesses I started, I started when I had customers, secured some initial income and whatever else it took to reduce risk. The myth that entrepreneurs take risk is wrong. The risk is the salaried employee in an economy with shrinking corporations, more outsourcing, more automation, who get their stable paycheck and every month risk being fired. A friend of mine told me recently that his company, a major media company, offered him a buyout that was a year's salary and he was debating whether to take it. Take it, I told him. Then you have a full year to plan your next step, which should be enough. I've seen so many people not take a buyout and then get fired with no buyout in less than six months. The economy forces all the risk on its poorest members, employees who have no control over their futures. Entrepreneurs get rid of risk so they can have more control over their future. Failure. There's the myth that failure makes you a better entrepreneur. This is false. I've read so many articles and books by authors who are smoking the pipe of failure, Life is a sentence of failures, punctuated only by the briefest of successes. But that said, failure is not pleasant. I hate it. It makes me feel depressed. It makes me feel like I'm never going to succeed. It makes me feel like I put all this time and maybe money into something that did me no good. We only have a few years on this planet. If you spend some of that time with bad people, doing useless things and not creating value from it, then that feels so bad it hurts. It's true that failure is a decent way to learn from mistakes. When you play chess and you lose a game, you can study with a coach to see what moves you made that were bad and how you could have improved. And since you remember the pain of failure much more than the glory of success, this is a powerful way to learn. But the key is not to fail. The key is to realize something is not going to work out very quickly, learn what you can, and then move on. The worst times of my life was when what could have been a one-month failure or a six-month failure stretched into years and years of wasted life and regret. Focus. I've heard this BS over and over again from people who know nothing about business. Focus, focus, focus. Holy f- If business was about focus, then almost every business we know about would have failed in its first or second year. Amazon started as the world's biggest bookseller. Now, they are also the largest retail chain that sells organic foods. They're also the largest online seller of shoes. And if you need extra computers to store your data, they're the largest seller of cloud space. They also make this little device in my kitchen that says, I'm sorry, I'm not connected to the internet, every time I say the word Alex. And is Jeff Bezos focused on Amazon? Is one of the world's greatest entrepreneurs focused on the company he is CEO of? I don't know. He also owns the Washington Post and he owns another Me Too rocket ship company to send tourists into space and probably a dozen other companies. Well, is he an anecdote? Richard Branson started out focused on a music magazine. Now he owns an airline that also owns 300 other businesses. Did he know anything about airlines? Nothing. Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway owns close to a 100 companies, ranging from a chocolate company to Fruit of the Loom underwear to a brick company, Acme Bricks, to the Buffalo News, to dozens and dozens of other companies. If he wanted Berkshire Hathaway to stay focused in the 1960s, he would be out of business. They made shirts. Their mills are abandoned now. Well, what about Google? Don't they make 99% of their revenues from advertising? Yeah, but they're also a car company. They're making self-driving cars. They also just put $200 million into Lyft. They also make glasses. They also own satellite bandwidth and an operating system they made for your phone is now the biggest operating system in the world, bigger than Microsoft Windows. Google is specifically trying to get unfocused so they can continue to grow and dominate. What about small entrepreneurs? When I was running my first small business, a web services agency, every day we'd figure out what additional services we could offer. We expanded our offerings almost every week. This allowed us to charge more to our customers and also to get new customers, We also looked at new things we can do. We debated starting everything from an iced tea company to a record label. And when it was too hard to diversify our services anymore, we knew we had only one choice, sell the company before our competitors caught up to us. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled The Five Biggest Assumptions I've Made About Business by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to James. He is an entrepreneur, writer, investor, trader, and podcaster. You could call him a jack of all trades, which many entrepreneurs are, and maybe you can relate to that. And on his podcast, he's interviewed a bunch of talented people, including Tony Robbins, Tony Hawk, Mark Cuban, and many more. The podcast is called The James Altucher Show, and it's always in the top charts in the business category of Apple Podcasts for very good reason. James has also written a bunch of books, which you can find at jamesaltucher.com, so check out the site and show him some support if you can. But that's going to do it for me today. Hope you have a great rest of your day, and I will, of course, be back reading with you tomorrow where I'm going to finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.